Listening to the Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey Faith, I have a question. Yeah? What's your question? I miss Avery. Can we talk to Avery some more? Yes. Yay! Yes, we can. Hi, Avery. Hey, I'm Avery. back. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for doing the show again. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, uh, we actually did an episode about non-binary people. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Link down below. Avery was able to give us some great information as a non-binary person. Yes. And we loved recording that episode and we loved talking to Avery. And a lot of you guys, our listeners, you guys uh, loved Avery too. So we're bringing back some more of that good, good Avery. Yeah. Avery, for those of uh, our listeners who didn't hear the first episode yet, if you didn't, please go listen to it after you you do this or listen to it before and then come back. Mm. Please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself real quick. Yes. I'm Avery. I am 20 years old. I'm non-binary and I just use that umbrella and if I had to like go more into detail I'd just say genderqueer. Mm-hmm. My pronouns are they them, but I am I'm really lenient with my my pronouns personally, so they're they're preferred pronouns, not pronoun pronouns necessarily. Okay. Okay, okay that sounds good. Yes, yes. Yeah. And we and we went over uh, those definitions and your your journey to figuring out what what you were uh in the previous episode which is really interesting Mm -hmm. and again i encourage people to listen but one thing we didn't really discuss in that first episode and something we've been curious about is the transition part for non-binary people so i know you know there's a lot of variance even for binary trans people yeah in terms of what steps you take yeah you don't but for a lot of um transgender people people who identify specifically transgender physical transition is a huge part Mm -hmm. of that identity Mm -hmm. um and it may be slow it may be fast it may be tons of physical changes be that surgery hormones etc it Mm -hmm. may be very few uh depends on the individual so for non-binary people how does that kind of how do you approach that? Do, how, do most yeah. people take drugs? Do most people just sort of change their presentation? Like, how does that go? I think for the most part, people just wear clothing that they're more comfortable in. Um, I do have non-binary friends who do do a medical transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, I think a big disclaimer is that there's no wrong way to present when you're non-binary. You could be the the burliest, most masculine, bearded person in the world, and you can still be non-binary. You can be a dainty ballerina with pink hair down to your butt, and you're still (laughs) non-binary. It doesn't make you more or less. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that for a lot of people, it's just making their appearances more neutral, because that's, quote-unquote, the ideal, is that androgynous look, but it's it's not required, and you're not less of a non-binary person or you're not fake or you're not trans trending mm-hmm. for, yeah. for not being in that middle ground because it's the it's cool because there's this whole spectrum for you to just play around on and mm-hmm. wherever mm-hmm. you're comfortable you can be a burly bearded ballerina with pink Long hair pink down hair. your, your, your you, butt you yeah. Yes, yeah yes 
No, that's true. I mean, it, it makes sense that just like the transgender community, that there's almost infinite variety in, exactly. in what you can choose to do. And honestly, the clothes are the easy part, right? That's that's mm-hmm. the, the one you yeah. don't have to see a doctor for. So that's... Yeah. <laughs> Which I would also... I, I The number of uh, transgender people I know who have difficulty finding a doctor who's willing to prescribe them hormones and mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's because doctors aren't familiar with you know the up-to-date standards of care sure. they have never dealt with a transgender individual they may have read it and- in some literature mm-hmm. so i could see a non-binary person would just throw them an extra curveball oh yeah yeah oh yeah and what i've seen is a lot of my my non-binary friends who actually transition mm-hmm is it's a lot of, they lean more one way, like uh, someone who's signed female at birth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I see from them a lot of the time is they're like, yeah, I'm non-binary. I guess I'm a non-binary man also, though. And when they go to their therapist, because they'll, they'll br- quietly bring up the non-binary thing and get yeah. the idea in their head, and if the, if the doctor says that's not real or they don't uh, know what it is, they move on quickly and be like, I'm, a, I'm definitely a boy. Yeah, I definitely yeah. want to do those boy hormones. So, mm-hmm. I think that yeah, the your doctors might not be that up to date on it, and sometimes you do have to kind of screw around a little to mm-hmm. get what you need. But that's that's anything though. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's probably pretty common. Is you know, I I just know what I need, so I'm gonna say what I have to say to get what I need. To get what I need. Yes. Yeah. Which is a tough place to be because generally I like to trust my doctor to know the best, but they don't sometimes. You see it a lot with like even just binary trans people is they go in feeling comfortable like trans men. Like you go in because you feel comfortable in a dress. You look good in a dress. It's that social dysphoria that's a problem. You want people to realize you're a boy. Yes. And you walk in and your doctor's saying, well, you're not doing it. You're not really trying, oh, so mm. then you got to really mask up your your appearance, yeah. and it's the same with yeah. trans women. I've heard them say, I'm comfortable. I'm wearing women's black skinny jeans. I'm wearing a regular band shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, I can't force my hair to grow, and they're, yeah. they're, their therapists are just, you're not trying hard enough, and they're like, oh, my God, you're really going to make me walk through town wearing a dress before I've started hormones and before yeah. I'm out, yeah. wearing this wig. <laughs> dress, heels, wig, maybe yeah. then we'll, we'll start to Well, some of us enjoy you. that, so oh, it's not trans, an issue, yeah, but no, yeah. No for, problem Like we that, said, but... all trans people are different, all people are different, mm-hmm. so yeah, Isn't all non-binary it's... people are different. It's really mm-hmm. interesting, because no two trans people's stories are the same, like, it's just where everyone starts and where everyone plans to be is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is tricky when you're, when your doctor is trying to put you into a box that okay you qualify like, A, B, and C. There are no boxes, <laughs> right? Doc. Have I proven that boxes are not a good way to go? Yeah. At least just let us write our own boxes. Right. I'll I want a hexagon sometimes. I'll, I'll draw. I'll, yeah. I'll decorate a box and yeah. make it mine, but it's not going to look like every other box you've mm-hmm. seen. A circle with a flat side, just nice. one flat side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sort of angled. Uh-huh. Yeah. So another do. question, I know some things can be hard to shop. It can be hard to get the clothes you need, the clothes you're looking for. And we wanted to hear what your experience has been and if you have any tips or clues or good websites. So as far as websites go, I think that anywhere you can find pants that fit you. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Pants are the hardest thing to shop for for everyone, I feel like, but it's seriously just go out there, try on different pants. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as shirts go, women's sizing is all over the place for all articles of clothing that aren't numbered like bras. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing you have to find a a brand for and find Mm -hmm. something you like Mm -hmm. for is women's shirts. As far as, like, if you want to dress in men's clothes and you are trying to sneak it around your parents or... Because that's, that's what I have experience with because I'm assigned female at birth uh-huh. and I had a, I needed to get into some men's clothes uh-huh. and distort my figure a little. Yes. Um, band shirts. Oh, yes. Really? Yes. Because no one questions, well, why would you get... what? Why'd you get this shirt in a ah. men's size if it's a band shirt? Because most band shirts, it's a unisex size, which is a men's size. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the baseline. Then that's how you figure out your sizing. Um, ah. I think that anyone of, like, there's this, there's this joke that literally anyone can fit into a men's medium. Okay. So okay. unless you've got, like, pretty wide shoulders or, like, you're a little heavier. Start out with a men's medium. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what I've got to say for men's clothes. Cause I don't I don't have I really don't have experience being an adult buying women's shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like I I got through middle school, started buying band shirts, and I'm like, you know, I never have to buy a woman's shirt again. <laughs> I'm never so looking over. back. So yeah, what's wait, never what's looking your, back? What's your favorite band shirt though? So I've got. Both of my against me shirts okay, are yeah. the softest material I have oh, ever felt. Awesome. <laughs> so the, those are my favorite band shirts, just because they're so soft. And I'm I'm repping my my trans mom, Laura Jane Grace. <laughs> <laughs> that is, and then as you can like, sleep in it, yeah. and you're like, and you're like embraced by Laura. As a Jane music Grace. fan, yeah, as a music fan, I'm I'm a big into the band shirt, but it's been really hard to find for me transition wise. It's like. I don't want guy shirts, but that's all that fans have. (laughs) I saw these really good tutorials online on how to cut men's band shirts into women's shapes, like into those feminine shapes that show off your hips and tight right here. And yeah, Yeah. link down below. We're going to put a link there for all of our, (laughs) and then we're going to buy a sewing machine and I'm going to learn how to sew all of Faith's shirts. (laughs) Yes. Um, what I did get a few shirts in, I think, my freshman year, and I was, like, getting to that point where, oh, I I need to start wearing women's clothes again. Oh, my God, people are going to look at me. So I just took safety pins Mm -hmm. because band shirts just make them look punker, and I would take, like, uh, the middle piece of the back and create two flaps over it with the side pieces and use safety pins to kind of create this uh, almost corseted effect up the back. Okay, Okay. yeah. Very cool. That's cool. Wow. Did a pin ever come loose and wind up stabbing you in the middle of class? Um, I don't remember I it ever doing that. I feel like through the wash and it was any. Yeah, I do remember having to take my. I had like one of those goofy like chains with the the locks on it, like this, that said "vicious war." And yeah. I remember wearing having a few shirts and there was like crude stuff on it. Mm. And mm. my first period teacher would be like. You need to put your your necklace on because I'm reading bad words on your shirt, and you need to cover that because someone else will dress code you for it. So I dig through my backpack, pull it out. <sighs> That's fine. Yeah. For shoes, yeah. get unisex shoes. Converse and Doc Martens, I okay. believe both of them. 
have both the U.S. men's and U.S. women's sizes on them. Okay. So okay. if you're trying to figure out what size you are in women's shoes and you don't want anyone seeing you trying on women's shoes, pick yourself up a sick pair of Doc Martens because <laughs> they likely have the women's size listed on the inside. That's a great tip, That's actually. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Very cool. That, mm -hmm. that was a big thing for me is getting shoes that aren't men's shoes. I think that, like, Vans are the same way. Mm-hmm. Vans, Converse, Docs. Oh my God, that's all I've ever worn since <laughs> in my adult life. When I was in high school, I remember I wore women's shoes because I I found it was the nineties, okay. and so there was like I found some nice clunky black shoes that were technically With women's the shoes. Big platforms. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, these are women's shoes, but they just kind of look like boots. So. But Ooh, I know just in big my chunky heart. boots. They're just combat boots. Yeah. They go well with the, the black hair and the Marilyn Manson shirt. Yeah, all the black clothing. So uh -huh. were they were they combat boots or were they like those goth boots? They were like had? those like they were more like goth boots. No, they weren't like those. The they weren't that the sole wasn't that thick. Oh, but okay. but they were kinda gothy, a little gothy. But okay. there was definitely buckles. So nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. When I've heard When I graduated high school I got a pair of those big uh like the demonia boots with the like four inch wedge heel wow. on them and the buckles going up to your knee oh yeah and i'm yeah. like i just bought this to satiate 14 year old me i am not gonna wear these what have i done <laughs> yeah i i used oh, to have a cheap. pair of those and i think i i think it was a christmas mm. I, I had some christmas money and i bought i think they were like 160 or something God. and i will post pictures yeah. somewhere How much money because they're, was, yeah, no, they were fantastic. They're still in my closet. I, yeah. I find occasions to wear them. I make it work. So you can walk in those, because that's my problem. Is I'm like, I oh, am. Because they're like a platform. I want to in heels. I can't yeah. walk or I can't do anything to save my life. I spilled a cup of juice all over myself the other night doing nothing. <laughs> like, but somehow in heels and platforms, I'm I'm a okay. I'm nice. that's how I should be walking. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. cool. All right. So one of the things I wanted to ask about was we're talking about like kind of androgynous clothes, androgynous shoes. Mm -hmm. When straight or cis people present kind of androgynous for fashion, as a non-binary person, how do you perceive that? Um, well, I I don't assume anyone's pronouns or their gender identities before mm -hmm. I talk to them. Yeah. And if they're presenting androgynously like I think that's a good look and it, it doesn't make me mad I have no negative feelings about it and I think it's cool because that like you guys were talking about in your last episode about normalizing putting your pronouns at the bottom of things or at the top of your blog I think that's another thing that if we can normalize this androgynous look we can get it onto the market and possibly get comprehensive everyone sizing so you don't have to know oh, what size really? you are in everything that would be wonderful that would be so great universal sizing yes. the dream that is the dream and again i think yeah more freedom for more people i mm -hmm. think it's great mm -hmm. right you mm -hmm. know you might think you're looking at the heterosis cheerleader or jock kind of extreme ken barbie but you know, they're dressing androgynous. You don't know. You don't know. The pronouns. Exactly. You don't know. There are, you don't know there are, are cheerleaders. There are cheerleaders who who come out as guys. Or as men. And there are yeah. Navy guys and Army guys who come out as women. Women's so, 
It's, and I do well, have and I do have trans friends who present very cis in the way that their assigned gender mm-hmm. is at birth. Like I have a trans guy friend and he has a very feminine frame and he has no plans to change it because it's not body dysphoria. He just has that social dysphoria mm-hmm, and sure. he's told everyone, Here's my name, here are my pronouns. Mm-hmm. This is all mm-hmm. I'm changing. I'm not doing any more to accommodate everyone. Yeah. And that's that's how it is because everyone's using his correct pronouns so he doesn't feel the need to change anything. And yeah. that's awesome. And it's awesome that, that he doesn't have to make it really obvious to help people along. It's just, this is my name and my pronouns. Just get it right. It's it's not that yep. hard. Uh-huh. All right. So we have a question. We're talking, you know, LGBT as a community throughout history since they started to get recognition and rights and fight for themselves. Within the last handful of years, there's starting to be more attention on the transgender, the T of that particular acronym. How has the mainstream gay community maybe neglected or ignored the non-binary members of that community? For the most part, I get a positive, okay, I can do that if I mess up on your pronouns, and I'm like, don't sweat it. It's it's, it's new. It's fairly new to mainstream media. I understand. There is some, some people who call it trans trending. You're only doing it for the attention. You don't really experience dysphoria, so no, you're not you're not real. And it's like, oh my lord, you're you're assuming things, pal. That's your <laughs> yeah. own, buddy. But I think that just a few more years of because people, even like during the Stonewall days, were telling trans people, like binary trans people, that oh, that's not a thing. Before that, like telling gay people, oh, you're just confused. Have you yeah. considered a yeah. lobotomy yeah. to fix that, honey? <laughs> Let me just get this needle up in your eye. All right. Have yeah. you? Just having time to let ideas set in is something that's really important. Yeah. For mm-hmm. progression, unfortunately. And there are trans people who, who are telling me that I'm not valid, and I'm like, well, there's nothing I can show you, and me telling you how I feel over the internet isn't gonna... We're both just gonna leave angry, so I just... Yeah, yeah. I put it out there, this is who I am, and if, if you understand or you you can at least empathize, then that, that works. If if not, then give it a few more years, someone will. Yeah. It'll be more common, like... um. California is starting to recognize a third gender as like an an X on your I think it's an X on your dri- your driver's license and your birth certificate and I think that is so cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And that's gonna make it easier for even binary people to change their their sex on there. Yeah. It's really helpful for all trans people and like there are a few things I'm worried about with that, so I'm not gonna change mine anytime soon. But what are your concerns? I'm worried about giving it to a job player and then being like, okay, you're one of those strange SJW types. Oh, sure. It's looking like someone else is a little more qualified for this. <laughs> and then my friend who's a firefighter who has EMT training and stuff, her worry is that with different hormones that are in your body, you have to worry about giving someone the wrong drugs if they're in an accident and you're looking at their license and you can't tell what if they have testosterone or if they have estrogen and you could risk overdosing them because you assumed that they have more testosterone than estrogen in their body. I see. And I see. so I think that there are things to be worked out with it, but 
that gave me severe like paranoia and worry. I'm oh, like, oh, no. God, yeah, I can't do it. They're gonna, they're gonna think wrong or something because of my little dirt stash. They're gonna think I'm a 13 year old <laughs> boy and I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh, uh. All right, no, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it'd be naive of us to assume that this would just get adopted and there'd be no bumps in the road. I like the idea. Again, I actually heard about a horrible thing the other day, which is, I say horrible, it's like rolling my eyes horrible, not actual (laughs) horrible, which is uh, reveal parties, which is apparently a thing now uh, because we don't have enough celebrations for pointless things. The gender reveal. (laughs) Yes, the gender reveal party, which is now a huge, which is now a party thing where we all get- For adults or babies? For babies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you reveal your baby's gender and like, I just want to be like- you don't even know yet. You don't know the yeah. gender. You it's don't like, know a damn thing. What happens if they change their minds? Like, exactly. oh, baby's gonna be a boy. That's no big deal. But <laughs> if you're, if they're like, your baby's gonna be a girl, that's no big deal. And then it grows up, and it's like, oh, your baby was actually a boy this whole time, and all of a sudden, it's a big deal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I want. You know what? Here's here's the thing. What if they had gender reveal parties, but they made it clear that. Based on what we know, it's probably a girl. There we go. Right? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Gender reveal parties, know. I think, could be really fun if they were for adults. Like, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm about to transition, and you know? <laughs> you're like, everybody, gender reveal party. And they're like, I didn't know you two were pregnant. And you come into the cake, and you're like, yeah. just kidding, it's for me. Guess who changed their name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gender has been revealed. Yes. Yeah. Oh like pulling God. off a cloak and revealing a new haircut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jumping out of a cake. Yes. That's hilarious. I am actually Karen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all start care- start calling me Karen now. Yes. <laughs> now let's dance. Yay. All right. So we love have- cake. You can't be mad. There's cake. <laughs> Green and yellow instead yeah. of blue or pink. But there's cake. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I wish they would do that for kids, for yeah. for toddlers and stuff. Just blue and green, mm-hmm. or not blue and green, yellow and green. Yellow and green. A lot of parents are doing that now. Just green and Purple. gray. Just gray. <laughs> Everyone gets gray. Oh, no gray. <laughs> if I decided to have kids, I'd be like, I don't know the gender. Find mm-hmm. something cool. I like yeah. dinosaurs. I like trucks, and I like cats. So f- mm-hmm. find clothes with those on them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Here are I your think, options. I yeah. mean, really, I think you could be raised without gender until, Easily. like, until until actually you hit puberty. It's yeah. the first time it really becomes important, and even then, it's not that important. Yeah. It's just we. Yeah, it's because like, society lets it be that important until you decide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see the problem with, with baby girls wearing monster trucks on their shirts. Like, uh-huh. oh, no, awesome. you have to worry about that monster truck turning them into a boy. Mm-hmm. You know what they say? <laughs> a lot of boy wear, wear too many kittens on their shirts. They might <laughs> turn gay. <That's>, yes. <laughs> you bought your son a Frozen t-shirt? What were you thinking? Yeah. It's his favorite movie. Yeah, yeah. How well, dare well. he consume media he enjoys? Right? Yes. <laughs> I am, I am against that. It's important that you know that I'm against that. All right, so we had an interesting question. I was reading on a, on a website that I like where it goes without saying, but we've said in previous episodes and everyone knows that like to be gay or to be lesbian or to be bisexual or to be straight, that is a result of two things. It is both who you like, but also your own gender. Whereas transition or, or transgender or non-binary is just who you are how you live your life, what you feel like. So this one question was, person who how is... How does sexuality relate? Kind of. 
How does it fit in with that title? Yeah, the, the specific question that I'm thinking is an agender person who only likes girls, and they said, so what sexuality is that? I just call myself a lesbian usually, but that puts a female gender in place, and they're agender. So what I've, do you do? Uh, that, that's difficult, because ever yeah. since I like started understanding my sexuality, I've put pansexual on me, which doesn't doesn't gender me. Yes. And that's one that, like, I, I see people struggle with. Um, I've seen the term sapphic be applied, but mm-hmm. that's still, that still has that, like, lesbian, like, female gender. That's a woman-loving woman thing. Yeah. 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 So that that's a hard one. I I don't have a definitive like one like blanket answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But saying I like girls generally yeah. without I, I putting a, like, a label yeah, yeah. on it. I've heard specifically. like female attracted, male attracted, mm-hmm. um, yes, bi attracted, like, whatever. I've heard that used sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think pansexual is good, too, because it's, you know, it doesn't deal with the binary at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just says, I'm open to anything. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. a good haircut, drive a cool car. <laughs> let's talk. Can hold a yeah. conversation, don't smoke. All right. Let's have, yes. a, let's yeah. have a sit down. <laughs> let's go get some coffee. Yes. <laughs> all right. Because, yeah, that is a, it's a tricky one. And, you know, with this question, a lot of people are like, if lesbian feels right, go with lesbian. Yep. You know, that whatever feels right. right. Mm-hmm. I just don't think we have the language for it yet because yeah, you look no. at 20 years ago, we didn't have half the vocabulary we do now. We all just got to start putting, mushing together some words until something sticks. Mm-hmm. I didn't know cis until like five years ago. <laughs> Same. Uh, I, I was using bio at the time because I oh, didn't yeah. know the word cis yet. So I was like, so when cis was like, I was like, yes, now I can stop making it weird. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, saying bio is like saying that part of your brain isn't part of your biology. That's true. So, yeah. Exactly. That doesn't feel right. I don't know why. Yeah. And that's the thing. And that's kind of what we're doing here. And what you're helping us out with is the only way to get more language about this. The only way to make it clear that words need to be developed and agreed upon mm-hmm. is to keep talking. Yeah. Is to keep, keep talking. English, English Throw words out of board. Yeah. Something's going to stick. We talked about that in our last episode a little bit with just how deeply enriched gender is in the English language. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you should all make it a goal to kind of de-entrenchify. Well, you can make up your own words all the time. Yeah, like- de-entrenchify <laughs> that, that gender from language. So we talked about for your nieces and nephews can be nibblings. Yes, yes. Yeah. Where uh, Are there any cool ones that you know of, like to get rid of Ms. Mister or, or, or Aunt ma'am. Uncle? Yes. Yeah. I have Mix as a uh, as a substitute for Mr. Mrs., which is MX dot. Oh, cool. Do you like that, or you just know it's an option out there? No one uses it for me, and I don't see any. Like, I have people who call me by my last name all the time, but they're just like, hey, last name. <laughs> like, the, the yeah. only time my prefix, suffix? Yeah. Prefix. That's a prefix. prefix. Yeah, yeah, that's a prefix. <laughs> The only time my prefix is used is in a very, very professional setting, and obviously I'm not out to that degree. Okay, sure. And don't plan to be for a bit, but I think that mix would be nice as soon as, or even anything if we could come up for for better language for that. And then there's a good one for your parent who's non-binary is not my mom, not my dad, but my Ren. This is my Ren, or oh, instead okay. of mommy or daddy, this is my Rennie, because rent, parent. Parents, and your rents, yeah. That's, and the aunt and uncle is the last one that's going to be tricky. Yeah, there's always child, there's parent. <laughs> I just like nibbling. It's yeah. your grand nibblings. 
<laughs> nibblings? That's your aunt and uncle or your grand nibblings. There's nibblings and grand nibblings. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Okay. Grand nibblings. I just like the word nibblings so much. Too, let's just keep saying nibblings. That I just want to keep using that. Because <laughs> I imagine them like like individual corn kernels. They're yeah, nibblets. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my, my Rennie as my parents or my Senna as my aunt, uncle. I like it. Yeah. My Rennie, my oh, Senna, no. and my nibblings. Good, good progress. Yeah. Good I actually think team. we should just take Ren and make that parents, and then Senna would be for your parents' siblings. Yes, Since we've got two words, let's just use both. All right. That's what I'll do. Yes, I'll write to the dictionary tomorrow. <laughs> Dear, dictionary. Dear Dictionary. Colin, the Oxford Dictionary, the Webster yes. Dictionary right now. I am Excuse on me, the phone. Yes. 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 I have a suggestion. I've got new words. <laughs> So, since our episode is coming out on Thanksgiving... Which is, yeah, if you're listening to it, it's Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone who's listening right now. Avery, what are you thankful for? I am thankful that I have a really supporting partner and three cats who are sometimes nice to me. (laughs) I couldn't. I mean, those are some of the best things in life. It's true. Okay, awesome. Well, Avery, thank you so much. Thank you yes. so, so much. Thank you for being Love uh, having you on the show. Thank you for taking for the time me. to uh, be on our show. Yes, yes. And we Anytime. Will, I'm glad you said that because we will continue to think of more questions. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and if you're listening and have questions for uh, Avery, we'll ask them next time. Mm-hmm. So send them please send them in. Oh, do you have? Yes. Um, I didn't plug my Twitter last time. I decided not to last time, but I think I'm ready to this time. So, How do they find Wait. it? What's your Twitter? My Twitter, I have a goofy name because I made it when I was 15 and was edgelord. <laughs> um, it is Captain Trash 666 All spelled out, all one word. C-A-P-T-A-I-N-T-R-A-S-H-666. Uh, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving on this date that this comes out. Yes. <laughs> And I hope we can talk to you soon again. Yeah. Thank you so much, awesome. Avery. We, we always appreciate thank having you. you on. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so Avery. much. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at The Gender Rebels. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. On to an uncle, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, come on, Avery. I know. I forgot to do my research. (laughs)